0: Coming up, we're saying goodbye to Lucy and hello kitty. All that and more live from the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. This is episode 53 of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey everyone, welcome to yet another episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. You always do it.
1: No, Nobody would have heard that if this thing wasn't
0: on. I'm sorry. But uh, no, welcome for another uh, episode. I, of course, am your host, Craig Williams just don't don't worry about it rhino it's gonna be okay you're flustered right now we're gonna get through it and join with me today is actually special guest Pete werner
2: i'm not that special but hello everyone
0: you're a very special guest i am
2: i am Uh, i'm just trying to be humble
0: and then if i didn't really uh, make it clear in the back on the controls is rhino clavin they know it's
1: me because it went wrong
0: (laughs) nah you're you're good um so just for a little bit of brief housekeeping right here, Dustin isn't here today because he's he's feeling ill, so he's at home resting, maybe watching right now. I don't know if he'll pop up in the chat rooms. If he does, uh, tell him to go back to bed. Uh, orders from us because, well, that's the only way he's going to get better. So feel better out there, Dustin, if you're watching, and uh, we'll see you next time around. And uh, Jenny Lynn is broken down on the side of i4 she's a broken somewhere. down mess, isn't she yeah <laughs> i didn't want to say it but but that's why i have you here to say it for me um but no she's uh broken down somewhere on i4 so hopefully she uh she's safe and yeah
2: getting she AAA. She,
0: yep and um so that is all i'm hearing and apparently i'm also for all of you watching live and not just listening later or watching later um we don't have any sound on youtube so i don't know what the deal is with that but we do have live stream so head on over to live stream if you want to watch live right now you'll be able to watch it um and then I just want to make a mention, uh, sorry we didn't have any shows going on last week uh, in terms of the Universal Edition. Uh, we had high hopes of being able to get out to Universal Studios Hollywood whenever we were out there. For that was the a D23. pipe dream. I- you know, I really, really thought that it was all going to work out. I thought it was all going to be perfect. I let
2: you have, I, I, I let you have the delusion, but I knew there was no way
0: you did. And uh, again, you were right.
2: That being said, that being yeah. said, you guys just knocked it out of the park.
0: Absolutely, and we were going to record a brief email show from the actual stage four and just do like a little quick half an hour one but unfortunately then even for that we couldn't get connected on live stream because of uh issues with the software we do to record we uh, use to go up on youtube it was just a mess all around so we'll do an email show later on in uh
2: but to give you guys an idea of how good they are if you watched that coverage you never would have known that there were a lot of technical issues going on behind the scenes and they hit the ground running. They did. I'm so proud of them. They all did just such a phenomenal job. So
0: thank you very much. I'll no. give
2: them a. I'll give them a pass for not doing a show last week.
0: Yeah, it. Uh, it was definitely a crazy time. So I know it's really weird, actually, getting back to Universal now after being so Disney centric for yeah. that extended period of time. But you know, eventually, uh, got to get back into the uh, bread and butter, and I'm excited. I'm excited for this. So. I don't believe I have anything else to really say in terms of housekeeping. Rhino, do you have anything for housekeeping?
1: Um no, I don't think so. Okay. I think I know what's wrong with the audio, but I can't fix it. So. Why? I can't reach it. It's in the it's in the box on the other side of the counter.
2: So, well, do what so, Dustin does. Come around, bend down, climb under the, I'm the not cameras.
1: A, I'm not a ninja. <laughs> Let me see if I can do it. that's
2: right. You're a Power Ranger. Oh,
1: well, we're oh, about right. to get. I do
0: it with that. Well, Pete, do you have any housekeeping?
2: Not, I no. not. I mean, I I kind of came in here uh, at the last minute, so yeah. I'm kind of unprepared.
0: And thank you for <clears throat> thank you for joining us on this because no, it, I'm here for you, Craig. Yes, I appreciate it. And uh, with that, I think we're going to get to the buzz. What's buzzing this week? No,
1: I'm not ready for that because I just stood up.
0: Well, that's why I was trying to sit you back down. Uh, Oh, I see what you were doing. I have to apologize to everyone who's (laughs) out there listening to this, just wondering what the heck is going on. At least with video, you have that sense of the frantic mess that's taking place right now. Yeah. uh, Nope, we're talking about what's buzzing now. And the first thing in the buzz this week is the Incredible Hulk coaster re-enhancement, I guess is the best way to put it. The way they're saying it is... It's a brand new enhancement on it. So starting September 8th, the Incredible Hulk coaster is going completely down for, they said, until next summer. So God knows that's going to mean it's going to be down for a complete year. And uh, while it's down, they're going to be doing multiple things, including adding on brand new trains that are a little (laughs) bit lighter, a little bit sleeker. I've heard one rumor that I'm hoping is just completely made up and untrue, that they are going to try to find some new train restraint concept that does not have the shoulder harnesses going over top of you, which just sounds Terrifying. completely awful and terrible yeah. to me. So I'm guessing that someone just made it up. It. Well,
2: I mean, I think, I think it's pretty safe to assume that if Universal goes that route, it will be because it's been tested and it's yeah. been...
0: And it, it would be... 100% safe.
2: Yeah, exactly. It would
0: still scare the bejesus out of me, but it would be completely safe. Um, also... I'll look
2: in the mirror scares the bejesus out. Well, it scares the bejesus out of all of us when you
0: look at I know, and I them. forgot <laughs> a hat today. We're just all off, so people... No hat, see apparently my no, oh. no razor. Oh, okay,
1: okay. Digging, digging deep here. Uh,
0: digging that hole. Uh, also, in the brand new enhancements to the Hulk, there will be a new queue area. So... In terms of what the queue area is expected to be, well, first off, if you've ever been in the Incredible Hulk queue before, it is pretty much wide. It's enclosed, but at the same time, it's very wide open. Uh, And there's a lot of entrances to the outside world, which you would expect from a queue. But because of that, heat really builds up in there and it's extremely hot. So uh, they're expecting it to be a little more closed and contained in and then also provide more air conditioning for the people waiting uh, long, long times for the Incredible Hulk. And then also in regards to that, they're talking about making it a bit more immersive uh, because that's just the name of the game now with universal and with Disney after all their announcements uh, this past weekend at D23. Everyone's just jumping on the immersive bandwagon that everything has to really... The word of the decade. ...just wrap you up in the story. So Universal is definitely going to look at something like Marvel and uh, The Incredible Hulk, which I would have never said it was it could be an immersive ride. It's just a, a outdoor roller coaster that has that loose storyline based on it but at the same time they're going to really try to build up a story and uh, potentially adding interactive features into the queue which everyone yeah i Interactive I'm, features
2: i'm loath to underestimate universal creative in terms of what they can accomplish because uh, they've shown themselves to be quite competent uh in that in that regard the other thing that just goes through my head when i hear about an attraction like the hulk shutting down the first thing that goes through my head is what's that going to do to the lines what's that's going to do to the crowds this is a a big attraction with a pretty high capacity in terms of how many how many guests it can churn in the course of an hour that are now all going to be going somewhere else uh-huh. and
0: Oh, absolutely. No, that's that's a really good point. And it's something that I, I don't think I even really thought of. I mean, this is the halt during the summer months, which, thank goodness, it's not going to miss that much of, hopefully. Uh, but it's definitely going to be gone for peak season through Christmas and um also spring break and those are two times you need this to be open
2: you need yeah you need as much capacity as you can get your hands on when you're a theme park especially like islands of adventure which is really i mean it's a it's a circular theme park and people tour it in a circular fashion and a lot of people start on that left hand side going to the hulk um, because they're trying to beat the lines and i think a lot of that's going to move over to spider-man But and some other rides, of course. But it kind of underscores the point that Express Pass becomes a lot more valuable during those periods. And the best, you know, really and truly, the best way to get Express Pass during peak season is are the resorts. Yeah, it's one of the best perks.
0: Exactly. Um, Staying on site, of course, at the. Well, they changed the whole. Terminology around the deluxe resorts now. So it's now the premier resorts are Hard Rock and uh, Portofino Bay. Preferred is Royal Pacific Resort, and then something value. I can't well,
2: irrespective, irrespective of marketing. I was going to say a bad word, Um, (laughs) irrespective irrespective of marketing BS. uh, Royal Pacific, Portofino, and Hard Rock are the three hotels where you can get Express Pass with your room key. And it's not offered at uh, Cabana Bay, nor will it be offered at uh, Sapphire Falls when Mm -hmm. it opens. So, you know, I know from our standpoint, we see a lot of people book at Royal Pacific because Mm -hmm. it is the least expensive of the three, where you still get that express pass. Exactly, and they usually some pretty good rates there.
0: Yeah, oh no, there's there's always grid laid rates whenever I've looked at it, Uh, but. Yeah, lates. What the heck's a That's late? That's not what
1: I heard. Uh, no, it's so fun outdoors. to
2: watch this in, in person. Yeah. Usually when I'm doing my show, he's back there quiet. So.
1: Now, I, what I think is interesting is this is kind of their – oh I have to get above the buzz. Um, this is their first uh, like major rehab in that area since Disney bought Marvel, correct?
0: Oh, no. They – Redid Spider-Man redid and upgraded Spider-Man, it yeah. to the 4K HD screens. That was in I 2012, I want to say, to 2012, yeah, yeah. I was you were young, still I was a fetus the at that point. Oh yeah. Um, no, it's it is a big deal though because a lot of people were uh, still assuming that Disney was <laughs> going to try to find a way to make whatever bargaining chip they could with Universal to pull over Marvel and. The fact that Marvel's saying, okay, we're going to take down one of the most popular rides in Marvel and just upgrade it to make it even better into this world.
2: I I don't know who they were talking to, but there was something I read uh, recently where a reporter asked someone at Universal, someone high up in Universal, if there was any scenario where they would sell the rights that, uh, that they have to certain Marvel characters and theme parks back to Disney, and the answer was an unequivocal, immediate no. Yeah. That there was no scenario where they were going to do that. They are not going to cede that ground, which, you know, I respect. At the same time, you know, I feel... I don't know if you how far you want me going off on any of these tangents, no, but you know no. what? I'm me. I'll do what I want. <laughs> um, one of the things that I I keep thinking is that more and more, when you see the word Marvel in print, within a sentence or two, you're going to see the word Disney. Yeah, and more and more, those two brands are becoming synonymous with each other. Uh, Disney's work with the with the Marvel universe, the films, so far the films, but I'm sure eventually theme parks is is getting more and more pervasive. At what point is Universal basically? promoting and supporting a competitor's intellectual property. And that's where Disney can undermine them. Yeah, That's where Disney can undermine them. But the contracts that are in place right now pretty much protect Universal for as long as they want in terms of having the rights to the characters that they have right now in terms of theme park attractions. Disney cannot come up with a theme park attraction around the Hulk. They cannot come up with a theme park attraction around spider-man they cannot come up with one i think it's around the fantastic four
0: fantastic four x-men
1: anything that is currently in and those those are all the uh the major you know the money have been classically the money makers well at least you know spider-man and x-men I don't know, I'm not Fantastic uh, Four right now, but whatever. Yeah, I was
2: just gonna say. <laughs> I don't
1: think I don't think anyone cares. That was a disaster. Did you talk about the Nintendo thing? This kind of like puts a squash on that Nintendo rumor too.
0: Well, I wanted to go uh, two more sections into this because, oh, okay. well, actually, one more. Uh, also, with the re-enhancement update, they announced that they are officially changing the lift, which which is expected. Uh, before it was. Um, the lift, uh, th- not the lift. The the shoot off.
2: Oh, okay. Oh,
0: it was like, it was like they're changing elevator? the type. Of,
2: we're, we're, we're getting lifts. <laughs> they're
0: changing the type of launch system into a lim launch system, and, uh, and along that with means them, what? Is that like
1: rock and roller coaster? I
0: believe it's going to be a little bit smoother, and it's going to be more reliable.
2: Do we know what lim stands for?
0: A linear induction motor.
2: Oh, huh. so talk dirty. To talk.
0: <laughs> I I, 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 try, I don't know chains. I like chain lifts. Why can't we just go back to
1: chain lifts? You're into, into bondage lifts, fun. is everything? Okay, <laughs> okay. There
0: we go. That's what happens. Um, yep. And they're also going to replace uh, sections of the track. Uh, they're not going to change the track layout at any point, but they are going to change up some of the sec- sections of it. Uh, I, I'm done. <laughs> so Rhino, your thoughts on Nintendo?
1: Well, I mean, I I honestly did not think that. Um, that they were going to put Nintendo here, um, but some people made, like, cases for yeah, it, the, that it. At was, the like, Hulk? You know Well, they were saying that they'll overlay the entire Marvel area and retheme it into, like, the Nintendo area, and that was their way out. But I, but it's like what you said. Like, why would – they don't need a way out. I mean, I understand the promoting, you know, competition, but they also still make a ton of money on that merchandise. I just bought a Marvel wallet there the other day. Like, it, I I, Yeah, you know. that's anecdotal at best, though. The – I don't know
2: how sustainable this business model for them is going to be with Marvel, where, as I said before, with Disney doing such a, a a brilliant job with the films. I mean, these films that Disney is pumping out from the Marvel Universe are just spectacular. And the films being pumped out by other studios that had contractual rights to certain aspects... Of the Marvel Universe before the Disney takeover are very much not doing well. Yeah. You take a look at the Fantastic Four film that just came out, that was an absolute unmitigated disaster. Oh, yeah. And as long as that continues, as long as Disney continues to build that market awareness and that brand awareness, basically everybody walking into Marvel Superhero Island is going to be thinking Disney. Yeah. And I don't know that Universal wants to go too far down that road. Right now, there's a pissing contest going on between the two of them, so they're not going to cede any ground. But at some point in time, at some point in time, I don't know how soon it's going to be, but at some point in time, they're going to have to rethink whether or not they want to keep doubling down on the Marvel or if they want to move into another vein and another area that they have much more direct control over and a better relationship with the holder of the IP. yeah Yeah. and because right now you know they don't have that they don't have a relationship the holder of the intellectual property is disney they don't have a relationship with disney so and there they are at some point going to have to respond yeah to star wars and toy story yeah they're and, going to have to respond to that.
0: And that's a good point. There were a lot of uh, rumors circulating today that they were going to announce uh, the addition of the Jimmy Fallon type experience. Yeah, not going to do it. Fast and Furious. No, that's
2: not going to do it.
0: Not that's like putting a band-aid on a severed arm. It's yeah. just not going. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to do it. Well, let's
2: right let's now. be let's be clear about a few things. Number 1, uh, you know there 's a lot of people that are saying, "Oh, Disney just shut them down you know blah blah blah. Disney is responding desperately, yeah to competition they did not see coming yeah and so Universal has the momentum on their side, and they have a few years to keep it that way they do so if anyone thinks this book has been written now because Disney announced Star Wars and Toy Story they're crazy I know for a fact I don't know what but I know from people I have spoken to there are some big things coming down the pike in the not too distant future they won't tell me what they are and it's driving me insane because I'm really good at shutting up about that stuff I really am I don't talk about it if they tell me not to I don't talk about it but they won't tell me but I know that there are some big things coming down the pike And we're not talking about Fast and Furious, and we're certainly not talking about Jimmy Fallon. These are not going to be responses. And if they are put forward as responses to Star Wars and Toy Story Land, then somebody's asleep at the Switch.
0: I I do think they are going to be smart in how they handle this, uh, because one of the articles I was reading about all this stuff was mentioning how a lot of this whole Avatar fiasco started whenever first you had – the Wizarding World being announced, open, built, so Disney responds by announcing Avatar years and years out into the distance. And that kind of started this whole, we're just going to jump the gun and try to respond by saying what we're doing next, well, and instead of waiting till it's a little more concrete, yeah. and then going with it. And Universal's best move they could do, although people want them to respond right now and really go crazy, the best thing they could do is just wait until they have something ready Pretty ready to go. Agreed. And then go for it.
2: The you know the thing with, uh, with with Avatar Land, the reason that it is taking so long is because Disney is not familiar with the process of having to negotiate with someone else who owns the rights to what they're building. The vast majority of what Disney puts in their theme parks, they own the rights to. In responding to Harry Potter with Avatar Land, they're having to deal with James Cameron, who was certainly not just going to let them do whatever they wanted. This is why the deal with uh, J.K. Rowling fell through with Disney. They weren't willing to give the amount of control she wanted over how this was done. And I guarantee you they are kicking themselves. And whoever made that judgment call probably lost his or her job. But Disney's not used to dealing with that. Universal is. Universal's been dealing with... IP holders of their theme park attractions since the very beginning and they're a lot more adept at it so the things that Universal is going to have to do to respond are basically one of two things either another immersively themed land whether that's an addition to an existing park or an overlay of we were talking about Marvel Superhero Island or more likely and I know I'm probably alone in this assessment a third gate a third gate Disney just threw $3 billion down on the table and said, do something with that. Universal's going to have to respond in kind. If they're going to keep the momentum on their side, they're going to have to announce a third gate, in my opinion. That a theme land isn't going to do it. It's not going to do it. You're going up against Star Wars and Toy Story. And you have Disney throwing everything, including the kitchen sink, at it. So you want to trump them? Open up another theme park. And make that theme park an immersive theme. Oh, yeah. So where they could go with that, I don't know.
0: Sky's the limit whenever it comes to Universal Creative right now. They're they're doing amazing things. My goodness, that was one of the most crazy tangents we've ever had on this show yet. But a lot of good information that just came out of there. So uh, with that, I think we're going to move on to the next buzz item, uh, the Purge is coming back to Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, so for you, This is where
2: we get to kill people? That we oh, yeah. Like? Okay.
0: Exactly. For those of you who don't know, The Purge is... Well, right now it's two movies. I'm sure a third one's coming somewhere along the line. Oh, yeah. You, just, you can never just make one film. horror movie anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Purge was released a couple years ago starring Ethan Hawke and uh, Lena Headley from Game of Thrones fame. Am I saying her name right? Lena? That's how I always yeah, say it. Lena, Lena. Headley. Uh, Headley Lamar. I don't know. But... <laughs> Regardless, it's, wow! It's a blazing saddles joke. Oh, wow. yeah, I'm not going say... into the other jokes from that, that <laughs> movie, though. Um, so yeah, they're they're the stars of the movie. Basically, the premise for those of you who don't know is that uh, a new faction has basically taken into the government with the founding fathers, and one night of the year, everyone who feels obligated to can purge and break laws, murder, steal. Just go insane for one night. Get that all out of your system, so that way crime goes down throughout the rest of the year. Uh, so we saw one story, and then they did another, uh, a second, a sequel to it, the Purge Anarchy, that came out last year, and. Last year for Halloween Horror Nights, in fact, they even did uh, a Scare Zone based on The Purge in New York, which brought in elements from the first and the second movie. And it was actually a really beautiful Scare Zone. It's one of my favorite ones that they've ever done. Um, But now they're actually bringing it the full house treatment, which absolutely excites me. And the reason why is uh, mostly because in the Scare Zone, it was just such a wide open environment that... Uh, For The the Purge, the whole point behind the movie is that everyone has that specific target in mind that they're going to come after and kill. So whenever you have this scare zone that is so wide open with all these people walking through, they'll point one person out in the crowd that everyone starts to go after. And so it might be a scary experience for that one person. (laughs) But for everyone else you're walking through, like I know just going through filming it, I was just—I was dying to have someone come after me, and then having a big group come after me, and I, I couldn't get anyone to do it. They didn't want to play for the camera at all, even on the media night when they knew we were all there trying to get those shots.
2: That's I interesting.
0: Get it, and so, when so I- taking this whole concept and throwing it into a confined space where you're going <laughs> to get those scares, like you do in any horror night's house. I think it's going to be a home run of a house. Uh, it Completely out of thin air that it was coming. Uh, we talked about the rumors a long time back of what would be coming to Halloween Horror Nights. And this wasn't even on the list at all. Uh, apparently, we did talk about Scream was potentially coming. And I think I've read at least from one place that might have been the IP that was dropped in order to bring back The Purge. I'm not exactly sure on that. But I, I love the movies as kind of B-rate as they are. They're they're pretty fun. They're good horror It was a good movie, yeah. So I know you don't really do Halloween Horror Nights that much. That's not true. I love love Halloween Horror Nights.
2: And, And, you know, I I don't think I got to do it last year just because of the way my my travel schedule was. But uh, I love Halloween Horror Nights. I love going through the houses. I have to do the Express Pass, though, because I'm not going to wait
1: there's no way to do more than like one house without, really so, if you're
2: doing yeah. if you're just doing the standard lines I mean you're you're you, maybe you'll get through two houses yeah and not seeing Bill and Ted's show yeah. the Bill and Ted show is not an option right that is the what's one of the highlights I know people that go to Halloween Horror Night specifically and only to do that so that's you know I, I love that and so I'll, I'll do it this year
1: rhino any thoughts on the purge um i thought it was a good scare zone last year i I didn't experience that single person singled out like you did like i remember being behind people and seeing like three in a row and then all of a sudden the one on the left just turned with the knife at the people because i thought he was just part of their group but they would just saddle up beside you and then try and like jump out at you or whatever and but it was really cool because they had like the fog all pumped into the street so much that you really couldn't see like too well where you were going in that area I don't know it was a good creepy vibe and I haven't seen the movie it's just because it's a little a little more twisted than I, I care I, for but
2: I think Rhino has to be my zombie fodder when I go through the houses oh this year <laughs> I, I and zombie fodder a- for those who are not familiar zombie fodder is one person gets picked to walk in front of me and I usually grab onto their belt loop and if anything jumps out at me I angle that person so that they're the first one to get it. I'll be crying.
0: I, uh, I can only just imagine Rhino screaming right now. I,
1: you you have no oh, idea on. the he's, noises he, I'm capable of when I go into he's, those houses.
2: He's one easy bake oven away from a 12-year-old girl, so, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I gonna an the bake oven.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so the perch. Uh, <laughs> next announced <laughs> house coming to Halloween Horror Night. Still, uh, I believe, one more intellectual property left, as well as some... Um, Original concepts—they still have to bring us scare zones and the just official say, shows. We don't know any scare so, zones, right? Uh, that's all. Yeah, all that information is going to start getting pumped out uh, very, oh, very quickly
1: here. I meant to tell you when I got here is that did you notice on uh, I four um, where they traditionally have the Halloween Horror Nights billboard that they've rolled up the Harry Potter billboard? So I think they're by the end of this day. There's going to be a the advertisements are going out oh. for Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. That one that always causes car accidents on the on the Cayley exit. Just
2: for those yeah. who may not be familiar with dates, prices, and stuff, do you want to talk about that? Or I have it here. Uh, just it's up to you. Yeah, I'm just um, throwing it out there just for the purpose of being informative.
1: Well, you've already said it. Well, yeah, well,
2: then fine. <laughs> just go to the website. Go to Universal.WWWINFO.com and it's all there because Craig doesn't want to talk to you about we
1: it. We can talk to him. No, no, no,
2: please. It. By all means, let's move on.
1: We can talk. You'd already be done talking about it if you'd started. Listen, I don't hmm. need you
0: ganging up on me, too. But then again, we can move on to the next one because the uh, the next one is a real tear, tear jerker. <laughs> it loses its impact whenever I screw up the word I'm trying to say before yes, it I can does. even get it out of my mouth. Um, it is our... Saddest, saddest. Uh... Okay. Lucy Attribute's okay. closed. <laughs> I, I don't know why I was trying to set up something that I couldn't uh, fill. Um, yes, Lucy Attribute is now closed. Oh, God. Oh,
2: God. You know, it's just hanging out there waiting for me to do something with it. and That's... Go ahead.
0: Okay. So. <laughs> Lucy. This past week, Lucy shut down its doors for the very last time, Um, and it wasn't really a surprise by any means in that uh, there's been building permits for that exact building circulating around as well as plenty of rumors that it would be getting axed. I mean it's it's one of the opening the few yeah. opening days attractions. Yeah, it's been left. there for a long time. It was basically uh, the only other things surviving now are the Universal Horror Makeup Show and then ET Adventure. Those are the only things
2: And ET, I doubt, one. will ever go anywhere.
0: I don't I don't think it'll go anywhere either. Thank goodness. Um, it'd be nice to get a little a little facelift coming up here soon, but in general It shouldn't go anywhere, and I don't want to see it go anywhere. But Lucy has been given the axe, probably from someone from The Purge, and she is now gone and being replaced by, you guessed it, a Hello Kitty interactive retail experience.
2: This just, I I, I mean, look, uh, clearly I'm not Hello Kitty's target audience. (laughs) Rhino is, so maybe he could. I'm a Lisa Frank fellow. Um, I... I, I understand why it was time to retire the Lucy exhibit. Yeah, as much as I loved it and I, I thought it was just a great tribute to, to her and to the show. I get it, but Hello Kitty, so weird. Oh, what? Yeah, what? what? Who
1: God. holds? Who holds the rights to that? Is that like Bandai like America San or something? Rio. Oh, Sanrio. Sanrio.
0: Um, my, my big issues with hello kitty are first off um i I hate hello kitty (laughs) i've never never understood it Um,
1: my family was always a fan of the off-brand ola feline we couldn't really afford the hello kitty stuff oh lord
0: i've never tried to tell anyone who liked hello kitty that they can't like it i've just never understood it um I guess with Hello Kitty, you're bringing a new demographic that they might not have before, especially with uh, the tween crowd. If they know that there's going to be like meet and greets or something, something else exclusive inside this new interactive retail experience. Uh, On top of that, it might also—I don't want to sound offensive or anything—but maybe they're lacking an Asian crowd.
1: I I was just going to say Florida
0: that they want to also bring
1: in. Is Um, this is this going to? California too, or is it? Do we know? Is it just here? Well,
2: it's it would just... make look if you're targeting the Asian market with this, then it makes more sense out in California. Oh, yeah. There's a yeah. lot more. Uh, it's closer, number one, and there's just a, a lot more Asian tourism on the West Coast, Hawaii, California, than we have out here. Not that we don't have it here. Just not at the levels that yeah. it is out in California. So it would make sense for going in in California if that was in fact the draw. I don't believe they're doing it here for that reason. Obviously, there, they're, you know, Universal doesn't do anything just on a whim. So there must be some kind of marketing research and data that they 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 have that says this is a good addition to make. Uh, it's completely lost on me. But again, I am not the target
0: audience.
1: So that. I didn't yeah. even know Hello Kitty was relevant currently. I, I thought that was like a thing of the 90s still. I mean like, as I long know. as
0: Hello Kitty's in your heart, I think it's always relevant.
1: Oh.
2: oh.
0: It's I'm okay. Throw it it's back one here. of those things. I have to go uh, check
1: lunch. I feel
2: it coming up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I understand that there also will be great opportunities to do tie-ins uh, and I'm sure there will be universal licensed Hello Kitty merchandise where they combine them together. I The first thing I think of is that there's going to be some sort of like Build-A-Bear style Hello Kitty where you can put uh, uh-huh. universal clothes on them crap like that that little kids just eat up left and right. So as a as money uh, standpoint from it, they are going to make more money by putting in a Hello Kitty store than having no question. Lucy, a tribute walk Honestly,
2: again, I, I loved Lucy. I, I love Lucy, and as much as I love Lucy and love that exhibit, the fact is they could probably put a store that sells phone books <laughs> and have made more money off of it than what they were making at the Lucy exhibit. I just. Don't think there was a huge market for that. Yeah. So, again, I understand why I just I'm and I'm usually pretty good at figuring out the the rationale behind certain business decisions in the theme parks. And this one it just has me stumped. I, I don't I don't get it.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't get it. But that doesn't mean that there isn't a really good reason and that it's not going to do well. I just don't get it.
0: There's there's got to be a straight up really unique thing that they're bringing to this. Because there's already a Rios store just down the road at Millennium Mall. So if anyone wanted to is it go San in Rio and store? get a San store at Millennium? Yes, there is. It's on the bottom floor, right beside Macy's. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So if you really wanted Hello Kitty merchandise, official licensed Hello Kitty merchandise, you could just go right in there. I believe there's also one in Celebration as well. There used to be at least. Um, I'm not quite positive it's still there. Yeah, and I neither think of those even, places
2: are going to get the foot traffic. Yeah. But- the main the main drag at universal studios but out,
0: they they have to be adding something very unique to to make it even that much more worth it we'll see what's gonna happen with it um, i'm i'll go and check it out whenever it opens but i want to see your backpack you're gonna get oh yeah i'm gonna get a <laughs> uh, a goodbye toby backpack i don't know oh
1: my is that a is that a character
0: I don't know. You know know. what I'll call you out on. I don't know the characters. (laughs) Okay. I'll look it up later for you. Uh, And with that, it's going to uh, take us out of the buzz. There's no mid show shuffle this week, but we are going into a very special segment with Lucy a tribute being closed now. Uh, Well, there's no better time than to do the next Universal Hall of Fame. Wish Should we had there had music. And- yeah, and I was yeah, just gonna well,
1: say, I wish there was some fanfare. Yeah, we for need that. to
0: get some freaking music.
1: For- can you just get <laughs> me those launchers they do on uh, New Year's? The ones you pop and they uh, a party pop. Or yeah, every time we p- do a thing, I'll just do- pop one out. It'll be the saddest fanfare anyone's ever seen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the saddest <laughs> fanfare anyone's ever seen. Yeah,
0: we can only go up from here. So, uh, no, we're gonna do our next Universal Hall of Fame on Lucy, a tribute. Now that it is closed, it will be our first posthumous attraction that we have ever done. Post before. what? Posthumous? How do you pronounce that? Posthumous. Posthumous. Uh, posthumous. I'm like, <laughs> what is it? Yeah, posthumous? <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> say did it the you re- same Was way. that
2: real? Okay. You know, I, I, I watch the show sometimes. <laughs> I don't watch them all the time. Does this go on all the time? Yes, yes it does. Does this kind of abortion of the English language take place <laughs> yeah. in my studio yeah. on a weekly basis? Yeah. yeah. What did you call it?
0: posthumous <laughs> But no, no, you didn't you say said posthumous. Posthumus. Yeah.
2: Posthumus. Posthumus. Okay. I uh, I oh I actually thought that's what I was saying. No.
0: What? What was that abortion what? of the English language? <laughs>
2: yeah, I could have been more descriptive than that, but I'm trying not to offend anybody. Um <laughs> posthumous. For posthumous. I, I, I'm getting too Our old. First... I'm getting
1: too old for this <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Well, That's day. twice I've been this close. You know what's funny is that um, if you weren't here, nobody would have corrected us. and We would yeah. have just kept saying it. No, I
2: would have been back in my office watching this. and No, I, that, I would have come in the door. Would've I would have come in the door and yelled at you.
0: Oh, Truman! <laughs> um, fantastic. So... <laughs> Lucy tribute. He's
2: before, so happy he asked me to be on this show today
0: <laughs> I actually am This is turning out to be a wacky and fun show uh, Something that I needed today After all the editing I've been doing For the past week um, Anywho So before we jump into Lucy right away I do want to uh, kind of confer With the group on this I know you're kind of new to the Universal Hall of Fame uh, Pete, But the last time around We voted on Twister Dot 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 write it out and uh, Was that still a tie? Well, that was it I set the polls At first I set them open for a month And it seemed like it started to dwindle out after like a week So then I set it to two weeks And got a lot of strong votes in it And in Twister, we had the most votes we've ever What were you voting on? Yet, whether or not it should be in a disuniversal Hall of Fame
1: I don't think he So
0: understand. give it like a <laughs> Hall of Fame status On our site
2: Are you asking me my opinion?
0: Oh no, I'm not asking you well, I guess I could because he could win the tiebreaker. What happened with um, Twister Ride It Out is that it ended up being a complete tie between yes and no. And so Really? In, in and out of the studio. I, I know. We we had our most votes yet. Still not good on votes. I could only get eighty four people to vote for this thing. Um, so start passing it along next time whenever we do this Lucy one. Everyone needs to vote and have your friends vote, even if they don't know what it is. Um but, yeah, it was split down the middle between yes and no on Twister, ride it out. I don't know whether or not to accept it, reject it, or just do an honorable mention. Or I could let you decide.
2: Well, if you're going to ask me my opinion on whether Twister, dot, 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 ride it out, belongs in a Hall of Fame, the answer is pretty much an unequivocal no.
1: Okay. I think that It was- does
2: not. Um, I never thought that attraction was particularly good. And it was one I did a couple times and said, okay, don't need to do this again. And I think, you know, to be in a Hall of Fame, it should be something that at least, you know, oh, God, you know, I love that ride. and no, I'm sorry to see it go. I'm glad it's going. Uh, they could they could put the phone book selling store in there <laughs> and probably have a more interesting attraction and a more meaningful attraction than
1: Twister. So. <laughs>
0: fantastic Um,
1: if that universal phone book store ever takes off you better like sue for some royalty (laughs) I'm just gonna say no I want them to
2: sell the old yellow pages from like the 70s like just old yellow page books that's my that's my vision for that space
0: coming to a uh, universal theme park near you one day uh so there you have it Twister ride it out will not be a part of the universal hall of fame everyone it just out there wrote it
1: out of the hall who, of fame
0: everyone out there <laughs> who it. really tried to get it it's gone it's it's not in there uh leaving still only the cat in the hat jurassic park river adventure and probably one more i'm just blanking out at this point on how much we have it in there because i still haven't even had time to build the freaking transformers it. it didn't make transformers it in, right? didn't make yeah. it either sucks there's a question
2: uh, about jurassic park
0: nope jurassic park made it unanimously oh yeah i was gonna yeah, say okay. not even a single person voted down um so that's still the top winner but we got a lot to go through and with that we're we're going to put lucy a tribute to the test right now uh because quite frankly even though this is more like a, a giant room that was filled with lucy memorabilia this in fact was an attraction
2: well let me make my 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 argument for why then that I think this belongs. Go ahead. Um, one of the things that I always appreciated about this was, you know, not just that it's about Lucille Ball and her career, it's about that show, I Love Lucy, and <clears throat> how groundbreaking it was. Sitcoms today are still filmed using the same technique that she. And Desi Arnaz invented, invented in the 1950s with I Love Lucy, the three camera that was not unheard of, unheard of. Uh, It was a groundbreaking show. It was a groundbreaking show. It is the platinum standard by which all other sitcoms are held to. And I don't think any of them have ever eclipsed it. So it's got that kind of, that, that, that enduring, that enduring legacy. And... You could at any time walk into that exhibit. First of all, it was never overly crowded, always cool. <clears throat> so it was a nice place to get a break and very entertaining just to sit there. and I must have been in there uh, several dozen times and, and seen the same stuff. But, you know, seeing her, and this is the Gay Fall Anatomy, uh, seeing her, her riding outfit from MAME. Uh, I was like, "Oh my god! I don't,
1: I don't know if this—that's not it, right? That's the outfit from the show. That's a show outfit. That's a show okay. outfit. Yeah. No,
2: no. The riding outfit from Mame, Mame is the one with the top hat.
1: Oh,
0: right, right, right. Uh,
2: so, you know, her her Emmys are on display there. Some of her papers, things like that. Um, her uh, uh, the the medal of the arts that she won uh, is on dis- was on display there. I mean this was I mean she's she's an iconic American entertainer. She wasn't just popular, she changed television. And this exhibit I thought did a wonderful job of explaining that and showing that in a way that was not just entertaining to see, but entertaining to see over and over and over again. Yeah. That every time I went in there, I enjoyed it. Now, I'm from a generation that discovered I Love Lucy in reruns. I think mine was probably the first generation to discover it in reruns. Why are you laughing at me?
0: Uh, We just got tweeted, gay trap. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Nailed it. Um,
1: (laughs) It's catching on. (laughs) But
2: that's why, I mean, and it is an original installation from when the park opened. And it is kind of sad to see that go. Because right now there's very few things left that you know were there. I mean, the park has to evolve, and again, I'm not upset about that, and I'm not upset about this closing. I just think that it absolutely on on any of those merits that I just mentioned, let alone all of them, deserves a place in the Hall of Fame.
0: Exactly, Uh, and I'll even start out by saying, you know, Walt Disney even said that Disneyland was never supposed to be a museum, uh, something that Universal has taken that idea and really adapted it to their parks um, and we've seen that well, over the past years they are not leaving it a okay. museum
2: no they're not leaving it a museum but not out of any any devotion to philosophy <coughs> out of necessity because what happens is the properties they put in eventually just are so old that they, they no longer have relevance and they have to you know With, for the some. longest time for the longest time earthquake, earthquake the one that starred charlton heston back in 1642 was an attraction there and it was yeah not only when charlton heston was alive but when he was young uh he did earthquake and this the vast majority of people riding it had never seen the film had no idea really about the film and you saw the same thing with the original King Kong. Uh, I mean, of course, they t- upped it with confrontation. Yep. Ghostbusters was another one huh. that's only coming back into relevance now because it's being remade. So that that that's the impetus behind why Universal, you know, doesn't become a museum. If they became a museum, they'd go out of business.
0: I I still think they're. Even though like you have something like Diagon Alley coming and taking over Jaws, and that's going to bring way more people. There are some rides that they have gotten rid of that still would have been very much appreciated. Back to the uh, Future in terms of what type of cultural uh, importance that they have, like Jaws and like Back to the Future had. I'll I'll agree. Like we didn't need the murder she wrote attraction surviving up until yesterday. Yeah, Yeah, there was a murder she wrote attraction. Oh yeah. I, I can't called it murder. I never did this. I
2: called it murder she deserved. <laughs> I love Angie
0: Lansbury. <laughs> but cycling back all of this to Lucy um I like Lucy. I don't love Lucy now I do love Lucy. Uh but Get out. I liked i
2: Get out.
0: I I had TV Land growing up and it was on TV Land and now they play freaking George Lopez show every night which makes no sense to me. I Love Lucy is an iconic show that was something that I did enjoy watching growing up. And I still do if I'm up at 5 a.m. and catch it on the Hallmark Channel. The Hallmark Channel. I don't know why I can't speak. You're my chamber. I need to... (laughs) Um, This attraction wasn't much. As I said before, (laughs) it's literally just a room that has a giant screen that is playing clips from I Love Lucy. As well as there was the oldest freaking computer quiz show that... The touchscreens barely worked anymore. It was the same questions, So you could go in and play this 100 times. The questions never changed. Um, But the greatest part about it was all of the memorabilia, as you said, walking around and seeing all these little pieces of history just scattered throughout there. And I don't want to say scattered. That's an awful word to say. It was packed for such a small room. It was. There was so many things in there to look around at, and my favorite. In fact, I know it's Dustin's favorite too. Uh, the best part of this, as you alluded to, the the three camera shoot. They actually had a little mini model replica of how it was set of up the in studio, the studio. Yeah, and. It's just, it was such a cool thing to see in there that blew me away every single time and, I went and, in. there. And
2: it was, it was groundbreaking what they did. So much of what they did on the show was groundbreaking, and you know, it it's it influenced every sitcom that came after it.
0: And I just think about all of the things that we got because
1: of this one. Uh, <clears throat>
0: But I can't speak for. I gotta dis- stop
1: you there. What? Because you're going into a tangent more about the TV show than the attraction. I feel like. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. No. The attraction, in, in like many ways, is about the TV show. It's it's all about it. If you grew up loving the TV show, to be able to walk through there and see some of these costumes, see scripts, see awards that came from it, see little glimpses into the life. I mean, you don't. You just can't do this anywhere. You can't just walk down the street and you see a Lucy Museum. You might well, see think, a scary Lucy it, statue. Jamestown,
2: Jamestown, New York is her hometown, and I think that's where...
0: Yeah. I think there's so a museum there. There's There's one other place that <laughs> um, you could do a Lucy Museum. Um, and that's that's great, but I thought this had a great fit, and I don't think stuff like One Man's Dream over at Hollywood Studios would would really have that impact of working in a theme park if it wasn't for something like... Lucy a tribute coming in and setting up that groundwork for you can do these museums inside theme parks is not only a way to beat the heat but to also learn a little bit along the way and I I, I
2: think the attraction itself was very true to Universal's charter about behind the scenes of how how film and in some cases television is made and a lot of the things that were in that Kind of talk you were talking yeah. about the mo- the model the mock up of of the studio with the three camera shoot and things like that. So I think you know this always fit in very well. I think it fits in much better than Hello Kitty. What Hello Kitty has to do with movies
0: yeah. or what's it have to do with Hollywood in general? What it
2: ha- well, what does it have to do with anything? But, yeah, um, and and I know. I'm sure thing? there's some Hello Kitty hit squad out there now going to come after me, but um, <laughs> I. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Hello, Pete.
2: <laughs> well, you got the guys that are into My Little Pony. You probably got Bronies. people. Got people are in, the, like, Hello Kitty. And, you know, they tell me I'm gay.
0: <laughs> um, so, oh, oh, sorry. Um, but sorry.
2: But uh, I don't know. I, I absolutely think it certainly has a place in your... So called Hollywood.
0: I I actually agree to. Um, I wrote it in my sarcastic is all get out article. Uh, that you know, it's it's Hollywood. It should why get rid of something that's Hollywood? I understand why they're getting rid of it, but Hollywood has now taken a brutal hit there because we still have the horror makeup show, which I love that show. It's one of my favorite.
2: It is a great show. Yeah, yeah.
0: Terminator 2 3D, which it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Some days I like to go in and just have fun with it. and
1: The most expensive film ever shot, minute for minute.
0: Yeah, and other days I'm like, oh, God, this this needs to go. There are so many other things getting little, shut down that need to go first.
1: little piece of, of trivia.
2: One of the first parties I hosted here that I had catered, the bartender was one of the guys who played the Terminator in
1: that <laughs> attraction. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> So. That doesn't surprise me. That's
0: fun. I I think Lucy should be in a Hall of Fame. Uh, not all opening day attractions for Universal Studios Florida should be in the Hall of Fame. But I do think that this was such a good representation, as you said, of what the park was initially set out to be. That for that reason, and other reasons including the fact that it was a big giant room with air conditioning that was a great escape place while also being entertaining. It was... It was the great little getaway for me.
2: And it was one of those places, one of the few places left, that when I was in there, I was reminded of the first time I went to Universal. And subsequent times when I lived in New Jersey and I vacationed down here, and that was something I always looked forward to, you know, like I said, even though I'd seen it a million times, there was there was something about it that, that I connected with emotionally when I went in there. And at the end of the day, that's what that's what what we what we do this for we yeah. we do this because we connect emotionally with certain things in the parks i don't know how many people connected emotionally with twister
0: uh, apparently 42 people 42 people hey i voted for twister so <laughs> <laughs> Shut okay up. well well that brings me to you Rhino. i know you didn't <coughs> technically ever walk into lucia tribute shame on you but i was gonna but it
1: just closed overnight it's just it's gone. Well, you well, know, you only been, had 25 years. I was going to say, it's been there for 25 years. I like so. to have a new thing to do every time I go, and Lucy was on my list.
2: Well, maybe fans, you're now. being slow is to blame for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm a little divided. I think both of you did just make a really good case for it to be in the Hall of Fame. Um However, I'm not necessarily basing it on Lucy itself. Like I think Lucy the TV show is absolutely a hall of fame must for any television show, for universal, for whatever. Um, but I just don't think and, and I love that there's I love museums and theme parks too, don't get me wrong. You know you know I loved that NBC Universal yep. experience we um, did in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, like that was my favorite one of my favorite things. Um, but I just if we're basing it off of like technological innovation and you know, stuff like that, that we talked about. Um, is that, is, is that a require technological innovation is a requirement? For I don't think it's necessarily fame? a requirement, but we did talk about it at one point being like, uh, we said that something it that could
0: wrap You need into to think it. about it. You need to think about the hall of fame on every single level. Not oh,
1: okay.
2: just how I, I think the, the standard is how well did the attraction tell its story at the end of the day? A Hall of Fame attraction should be an attraction that did a great job of bringing you into the story. How good a job did that attraction do? Did, did, did Lucy attribute do in bringing you into her life, her career, and that? And I think it did a spectacular, not a good job, a spectacular job of doing that. I think that is the standard by which an attraction needs to be judged in terms of its legacy, in terms of whether or not it belongs in a whole. And I can't believe I'm spending this much time talking about it. but no,
1: You're just passionate. You just what love it. We do. I, I, I don't really want to, like, officially cast a vote only because I didn't do it. So I don't feel like it's very fair to, like, weigh in because, you know – It's hindsight. I wish I could have gone in. I'm not going to have that same connection as you did. But if I went in there, maybe I would because, you know, I love that behind-the-scenes filming stuff. I I love the look of that little model they just had there. I think that would have been cool. I think it would have been amazing if they had rebuilt the set and you would have, like, wandered through the set or something like that. But so I – I, I just will say I'm divided is well, all. And I think solely based on the fact that I didn't actually experience it.
0: That's good. I was – if you answered any other way, I was going to tell you you were an idiot.
1: No, I would, I would <laughs> never was. say – I wouldn't cast my vote for something I hadn't that, actually done.
0: That was the only way you could answer that. And, of course, uh, after this show sometime today or you know, yesterday if you're watching or listening to this tomorrow, uh, I will have a link in the show notes – to where you can vote on whether or not Lucy should be in the Universal Hall of Fame. And you'll be able to find that link in the podcast section of disboards.com. Uh, but like I also mentioned, it will be in the show notes page, which you can find that at disunplugged.com, And that's where you will also find all of the show notes for the other shows we do, including the Disney World show, the Disneyland, and the Trip uh, so definitely, if you haven't watched those shows, either go and check them out. And also on disunplug.com you'll be able to find all of our contact information at disunplug.com slash contacts. You'll be able to send us emails to the show, so we'll be able to do <laughs> a uh, – wow, Rhino. My <laughs> goodness. I Um ruined everything. Um, yeah, that's, you're great at doing that. You are great <laughs> at doing that. Uh, you'll be able to find our email, which is UOPodcast at com, as well as links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any pretty much anywhere on social media that you can consume us you will uh, be able to find us there and lastly of course remember if you aren't subscribed to us yet on youtube then make sure you hit that subscribe button so you see all of our videos that come out first uh as well as subscribe to us on itunes if you're not doing it yet and remember to give us as much feedback and engagement as possible on those uh don't don't be afraid to rate us on iTunes even if you're going to rip us apart. It's only going to make us better. Uh, like our stuff on YouTube if you like it or thumbs down. It's okay too. We're not going to hate you. I want to know uh, who that one person is. I, w- I do want to know the one person who does it within minutes of it being up each time. I will find you and we will send the Hello Kitty assassins on you. I promise. Uh, but with that, that's going to do it for this week's show. We will see you again next week with another Dis Unplugged Universal Edition, but I also want to say thank you one more time Uh, to pete warner for stepping in and uh filling some big shoes and it was one of the best episodes i think we've done one of the most fun so thank you again uh and with that that's going to do it for this week's episode of this unplugged universal edition we'll see you next week remember hello kitty is universal now boo